Welcome to the Right Guys Podcast, where majorities go down one person at a time. And now your hosts, Josh Hammerling and Max McGuire. Welcome back to another edition of the Right Guys Podcast. My name is Max McGuire here with Mr. Producer Josh Hammerling. Uh, lots to get into today. I want to apologize. Our stream on Friday went down on YouTube because I committed the terrible oh, offense no. of holding a firearm on camera for educational purposes. You're allowed to do that on YouTube videos. You are not allowed to do that on YouTube streams. So a live oh. stream cannot hold a gun in any way, shape, or form, even if it is compliant with every other rule just for educational purposes. So in the future when we do gun related shows or we want to do a show and tell, I will make sure that we uh, pre-record that for YouTube and publish that after we're live. A little yeah. annoying, but I uh, just want to apologize because that got taken down completely. Um, I mean, uh, I mean, I kind of, I guess I kind of get that rule, you know, get you don't want somebody live streaming crazy call to violence on your stuff. And then, boom. yeah. Yeah. You know? but, so uh, like we, we've had issues with them in the past and this one is kind of like, well, but I kind of feel, I kind of feel like, live streams and videos should have the same rules so you're allowed to show a gun yeah. on a regular video sure if it's just for educational purposes um or if you're handling it in a like a legitimate safe manner at the range doing something legal with it um not waving it around pointing at people it, they, there should be some consistency but listen it's their rules and uh we live with it we, we really i mean we're, we're there just because a couple a few people like watching it there um most of the people watch through rumble so if you haven't already do hit that subscribe button on rumble and like comment and share to help us reach more people so the gop josh yeah one vote smaller one person Mm -hmm. smaller they went into Mm -hmm. last week with 222 members of the house of representatives now they have 221 and that one person gone is George Santos, he is gone. So, right now, the the GOP has okay. four votes. If they lose four votes, then it's a tie, right? So well, they, they the actual margin, they have eight more votes than Democrats. But if yes. four Democrat, four four Republicans now vote with Democrats, it's a tie and it doesn't pass. Um, why would it? It, it seems so stupid. It's not a problem. I mean, the the GOP moves in lockstep with each other. They never miss an opportunity to vote on something as a block. I mean, I don't think they've been more united than they ever have been. I mean, I'm not really worried about maybe eight rhinos trying to cast a vote in the opposite direction. You know what I'm saying? It did. You know, if only they could act like Democrats and actually be in lockstep. And 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 do you think anybody decided that it was a bad idea on the dim side to get rid of Santos? Oh, uh, well, two, two Democrats voted no. Impressive. So, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Trying to pull it up. They Interesting. Pull up their names. But for the most part, you know, they're kind of salivating at the idea that they get to reduce a majority. That's one less person you have to convince of something, right? I mean, that's one less person you got to politic and make promises to and, and get yep. on the, you know, backroom deals and all that stuff. And I'll be the first to say, I'm not really a fan of Santos. No. You know? <laughs> I mean, no. No. Not re- no no I'm gonna go with the no, but I the will. Jo- the the jokes some... the go jokes ahead. have been the jokes have been kind of funny. It, it's have. it reminds me of the um the what's his name who who was um it reminds me of the Al Gore stories like I invented the yeah. internet yeah right 
the the how that just completely ran people ran away with it mm-hmm. giving al gore credit for everything it's kind of become that way for george santos where people are making fun of him like like oh he's a veteran of every american war, war. yeah like, like that know, kind right? of stuff the things that were said yeah it's like he's cured cancer and he'll do it again if you reelect him a lot of these are bill maher jokes but uh they're, they're funny he he got a lot of them from the internet because there's some good memes going around um I, I wouldn't let George Santos babysit my kids. I wouldn't let him in no. my house. No. Um, I I really, if it was up to me, I wouldn't trust him with power. But I also don't understand the calculus behind getting rid of a Republican when you already have such a narrow majority. Mm-hmm. It's like showing your hand in a game of poker before the game even starts. I mean, it's like, They've already folded the cards. I am going to give Santos credit on something, though. It's amazing that in New York, he could convince a bunch of GOP peers to follow it and then vote for him, right? I mean, there is a cult of personality there that is interesting and at a minimum and and incredible at the best. I mean, he's a weird cat, right? So I'll give him that credit. But it, yeah, what he he's a real piece of work, we'll say. But you've got a majority. And yeah. can you put it aside? I mean, ethically, could you actually look yourself in the mirror every day if you were in the house with them and say, this guy belongs here. He deserves to be here with us. Did he really defraud no. anybody? I mean, does he have a case for fraud? I mean, <laughs> compared to all the Trump stuff, right? It's the allegations, more likely. I mean, the, the allegations, allegations are damning, but they're crazy. Bad. So they're I bad. don't know. It, um, I don't know. They're like, bad. Do you keep him or do you let him go? And they let him go, right? I mean, they let him go. He, 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 had, he was like that weird cousin at Thanksgiving you don't want. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, know what I mean? the guy, his voting record was cons- not different organizations rated. He got a 96 for voting conservatively. So it's like, and you see all the people who were going against him and in mm-hmm. the same rankings, they're getting like 50%, 70%, 25%. These are not conservatives. These are just GOPers, establishment Republicans. Yeah. So, yeah, what the things he's accused of, uh, some of the things I can understand it being an accident, um, like like someone who gets a company credit card mm-hmm. and they use it in their Uber app for a company related Uber rental, right? And then without realizing it, they call an uber for personal reasons and it charges the company card like i can understand how you could make a mistake and use the wrong card on a purchase i don't understand how that ends up being a thousand dollars for botox on a campaign credit card you know yeah. like that, that doesn't yeah uh, or only fans which is just subscribing to pornography like how is that if you're doing that you you you're double triple quadruple checking you're using the right card um so some of the stuff i can i can explain yeah. away it's a mistake other things it's just so crazy like so, writing on an fec form that he has loaned him his campaign 500 grand and it's just not true and he only has eight grand in his bank account um like that it smells because what if you paid back the loan well you that's what he what said I mean? he said he yeah, paid yeah, it back yeah. but there was right, no right. there was no evidence that ever came in yeah so it, it's Listen, I, 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 I don't like him. Mm-hmm. And if it was my goal, I'd want him to lose his next primary. But when you only have four, a four vote majority, 
you can't lose someone who votes 96% of the time conservatively. And I just want to show you an example. I mean, uh, that's incredible, though. That's an incredible stat. There, like you said, there's establishment GOPers that can't even hit 40%. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah. And he does it at 96. I mean, it's like he could have been the perfect, useful idiot. He yeah. could have. Maybe that was his yeah. plan from the start. I don't know, Max. It just why would you so, let him go? So, like, here's an example. This isn't a perfect example because this is something that George Santos actually voted. Well, no, he voted no. So the good vote would be no. This was the vote to refer the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas, Biden's DHS secretary, refer it to committee instead of just voting it on the floor. Santos voted no. No is the right way to go. But you can see here that it lost by eight votes. It lost by eight votes. So when you're trying to impeach and remove members of the Biden, oh, sorry, members of the Biden administration, and you're and you're losing by eight votes. How do you get rid of one of the yes, one of the one of the good votes? You know what I mean? Like strategically, it makes no sense whatsoever. None. Like, was the GOP discussing this behind closed doors? Was there a plan for this? I, I, what kind of strategizing was the GOP doing on that? Where's the head of this saying this is the dumbest thing we could ever do? Even yeah. though he is not, uh, we've made the case that he's probably not the best people. He's certainly not the most honest. Yeah. But strategically speaking, Max, this is the biggest, uh, this is a huge blunder, right? Because not yeah. only do Dem Democrats get to look good for kicking him out, every time that somebody shows up who who acts the same way, I mean, are they going to, is it, is the same criteria going to be applied to them? Is it going to get easier and easier to get rid of those you just don't like? I mean, yeah. what if you were faced with a bunch of crimes that were fake, like Donald Trump? You know, do you want to start getting yeah. rid of anybody that starts doing that stuff? It well, sounds well, this asinine, is the, but it's true. This is the crazy part of this is he hasn't, George Santos hasn't been convicted. Now, if mm. any of this is even close to what the government alleges, he's probably going to be convicted. But on the off chance that he is acquitted of these charges, you just kick someone out just because you don't like him or just because he hasn't been entirely truthful. If that's the standard, they should all kick themselves out. Like I was saying before we got on <laughs> the call today, if this is the standard, you are not convicted of a crime, but you're kind of an asshole and you don't tell the truth and you probably are a crook and are stealing from people. If that's the standard, George Santos shouldn't have been the first person kicked out and he certainly shouldn't be the last person kicked out. Hey, I was doing math on how many people in, in, in politics have lied. Yeah. 100%? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> if you do this for me, I'll do that for you. Oh, I've reneged on that. That's not going to happen now, right? Spending for this just doesn't materialize. Oops, suddenly I'm no longer uh, pro-life. I'm pro-abortion. I mean, yeah. that's what you get for a rhino. So what's scary is that the craziest guy that ever could have been elected to the House of Representatives is 98 96% conservative on, on vote yeah. just to yeah. just sit in the corner and let the little guy just work yeah. right leave him alone let him cook yeah yeah just and yeah just, you know what don't donate a cent to his re-election campaign no, right not at all and and donate all of the opponents fine but there's no strategic reason None. to remove someone who is a conservative None. unless your goal is to not accomplish conservative things if that's your goal, what? then this fits in that goal. If your goal is to pass conservative legislation, 
this doesn't make it any better. Because remember, we've covered this mm -hmm. on the show before. They have to pass a bunch of appropriations bills. Mm -hmm. And then the Senate has to do it. And then they have to fight for their version to survive until the end through the um, for the uh, reconciliation process. So I'll go ahead and put up my, my screen now just to show you this process for appropriations. The House has passed almost all of them except for the Department of Justice. Now, some mm -hmm. of these are old versions that the House passed before uh, Speaker Mike Johnson was elevated to the speakership. So whether or not the House wants to go back and, and do a little bit of a better job with these, fine. But technically, as it stands right now, the House has a version of every one of the 12 appropriations bills passed in some way, either through a vote or through a special rule, except for the Commerce, Justice, and Science one. Now, DOJ, that's a big mm. one. That's not something yeah. you just do by voice vote. That requires a lot of negotiation and yeah. fighting for different things. Um, mm -hmm. But th there's 10 days until they go on vacation. Because remember, Congress loves to go on vacation. I'm going to see if I can pull up the calendar again. Yeah, the calendar days I, there, are there has be there. to only be there's a handful a of sessions days. until then. Yeah. And whether they actually get those things started on the floor or not will, will be a shock, right? And not everybody's focusing on getting that stuff done. I mean, there's plenty of things that they're 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 trying to push through their agenda behind the scenes. And it's, I mean, how, how many do we have left? So today's the fourth. So there's oh. today, and then the House is in session. What's House is in se House is in yellow, Senate is blue. blue. So the House is in session seven more days after wow. today. The Senate is in session nine more days after today. Wow. So, wow. Again, if you know you have to do some important shit, you fine. You want you want to kick him out after the appropriations process, after these mm -hmm. process, these votes on impeachment and initiating impeachment proceedings that you know they're going to mm -hmm. go down to the wire. Oh yeah. Fine, kick him out then. Fine, but why? The only reason to do it now is if you don't want to do the conservative things. You don't want to pass the conservative bills. You don't want to actually advance the conservative agenda. I, I saw another article that GOP senators are furious th at the promises that Donald Trump is making on the campaign trail. Oh. That he's going to fix Obamacare. That he's going to mm -hmm. secure the border. Promises that every Republican has ever made, right? Mm -hmm. But the GOP senators are furious because if he wins... They'll be on the hook to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they'd rather, they'd rather not do it. They'd rather sit back and, and do nothing. Then, and it, then why are they elected if they're not going to do conservative values? You know, if we chose them to do conservative things and then they don't yeah. do conservative things, then why did we vote for them? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was harder for them to give, who was it, Rashida Tlaib, a slap on the wrist for, yeah. inc for inciting like, a, almost a riot on the Capitol grounds. It was harder mm -hmm, to give mm -hmm, her mm -hmm. a slap on the wrist than it was for them to kick out um, George sitting, Santos. Right. And it's not easy to sit out or uh, kick out a sitting congressperson. That's it. It takes a lot, right? It takes yeah. a super majority. And like, who's leading the charge on the, the Republican side for this? Well, I mean, what, what happened this week that kind of changed the minds of a lot of people was Representative Max Miller um, 
What? He sent a letter to his colleagues telling them that George Santos, according to him, had actually stolen money from his elderly mother. And that his elderly mother had, I guess, donated to the Santos campaign, and the campaign ran her credit card for thousands of bucks. If true, whoa. Yeah. Now that's terrible. If George DeSant if George Santos did it, terrible. If it's someone yeah. on his staff who did something stupid, fire the staff member. Like if that's the standard that people are removed from Congress if their staffers do something stupid, then again, everyone has to get removed. Yeah. But that that well, that galvanized, mm-hmm. that galvanized the uh, the vote. The vote. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's and there was a lot of calls for it. I'm sure there was a lot of stonewalling until it actually did happen. I mean, do you think they actually delayed this as much as they could? Right? Because of all the things yeah. you're talking about, all these votes are coming up. Do you delay, 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 delay till you get what you want, knowing that he's 96% likely to vote towards the conservative side? I mean, why not game plan that and just delay it? You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, it, it makes more sense strategically. It does. It does. And listen, it it seems very obvious they have no intention of actually passing that legislation. Yeah. That that's the kind of legislation that they're going to say, oops, we tried. And that's all they ever intended to do. They never actually intended to have it pass. I I anticipate that there are going to be bills and things that lose by one vote Mm -hmm. in the coming weeks. Um, By one or two votes where if George Santos had been there, I would have probably passed. And then we're going to have to have a much different conversation about about this whole game plan. But listen, this isn't far from what we expect from Republicans. Republicans would rather lose and avoid being called a bad name than win and have the media and the Democrats hate them. I'm sick of that crap. They'd rather lose and get invited to the cocktail parties than win and be get left off the guest list. That's how that's how it is. I'm tired of hearing we tried. We yeah, tried. We, tried. we just couldn't get it done. We tried. we tried. But we we rolled over and showed her bellies and then then it was over. Because, you know, I really like hanging out at that, that mixer and then getting some of my pet projects done instead of actually doing the will of the American people. You know. No, I, I guess yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, I, I shouldn't feel that way. I just feel like I, you know, my vote matters less and less is what it feel like feels like. And when it does go towards a person that does get elected. They're, they're useless. Well, who's your who's your congressman? Ken Buck? Uh, in Meyer, I think it's Ken Buck. I'll have to check. He's, he's the worst. He's the worst. Yeah, he's a turncoat for sure. He's, a, he's announced that he's not running for re-election and he's anti-Trump and is uh, going to try and kill anything conservative coming down the pike. No, I mean, it's that's what you have to deal with. You elect a Republican and he's either a he's either a uh, a lot like isn't actually a conservative like some of these rhinos that we're talking about, or Mm -hmm. he's so conservative that he gets a target put on his back. They're not going to stop with George Santos. We're already hearing that they now want to go after Matt Gates. They wanted to go after Matt Gates for a while. Yeah, but he hasn't done anything crazy though, other than hold people accountable. Yeah, but that's good enough. And remember those allegations that he had trafficked an underage woman for sexual purposes. Yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. Even though the government said that didn't happen, they're now trying to resurrect that in the ethics committee and say that even if there isn't enough evidence to convict, there is enough evidence to kick him out of Congress. 
And that's a situation where you probably want George Santos's vote to keep him right. in office. You keep you keep kicking out the most conservative members. And it's crazy that we're talking about George Santos, someone who was like a crossdresser in Brazil. <laughs> and we're talking about him as the most conservative voting member of Congress. He's up there. He's up there. It's wild. <laughs> He's up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh my and gosh. listen, I, 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 I am very perturbed at what he was doing in South America during Carnival. Like, uh, that's that's gross, right? But he, <laughs> if you want to pass conservative bills, keep them in. And now they have a taste for blood, so they want to go after Matt Gates. They want to go after... Yeah. They're trying to go after Jim Jordan, saying that he uh, didn't answer a subpoena. So they're trying to use all these technicalities to go after the most conservative members of Congress, not because they've suddenly grown a conscience and want to hold members of Congress accountable. They just want to get rid of the conservatives, period, full stop. And what I love about George Santos, and again, it's crazy, crazy. I'm not a George Santos supporter, but on his way out the door, he's taking shots at everyone who's against him. Here is, here is a clip from the House floor during his removal vote where someone, we'll see in a second, calls him a crook to his face, which again is a violation of the House rules. You're not allowed to talk to the other yeah. side. You have to talk to the chair. And George Sanders just responds and say, you're a woman beater. <laughs> Let's play the clip. Ow! You, sir, are a crook. I know I should direct my comments to the chair. I yield back. My colleague wants to come up here, call me a crook. Same colleague who's accused of being a woman beater. Are we, are we oh. really going oh, to ignore the fact that we like... all have passed and we all have the media coming out against us on a daily basis? I can go and read about all my colleagues. I'm not going to stand here to smear them. I'm not going to stand here and use the time I have to say ill things about my colleagues. I refuse to stoop to that level. Well, he has done it on his way out the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Was that the first time you? Was that the first time you saw that one? Yeah, yeah. The dude, I love the guy sitting behind him. He just yeah, the, like, oh my god, it's on. Yeah. <laughs> and you start to understand how, in olden times, back in the 1700s, 1800s, yeah. you get fights where oh, you'd yeah. have canings, mm -hmm. where members of Congress would take their cane and beat the other side or someone in their own party. You can see how it used to be like that. And the minute yeah. someone comes in who is, if what the government says is true, he's a fraud. Yeah. Everything about his life, his, his CV, his resume was fraudulent. <laughs> the minute that he gets in, like it just causes chaos. You know, the voters are allowed to speak next. Just because Congress doesn't like the person you voted for doesn't mean you should just be able to kick them out on a whim. Because being able to pick, kick somebody out of Congress now becomes political convenience and political yeah. expedience, right? And sets a standard of rules that will change the fabric of Congress forever. Because what happens when you do don't when you do not like a Matt Gates and what he stands for? And you can start yeah. bringing stuff up that's not even true to kick them out. Yeah. I mean, the precedent set here is 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 dangerous. How many times during the the Biden presidency have we said that something happening in government is super dangerous? And it, it's oh, yeah. it's been several. Right. But yet Donald Trump is the most dangerous thing to democracy. Well, that word democracy. No, right? we don't have no. a democracy. But the most democratic yeah. thing we have is the direct election of senators mm. and 
congressman. It's everyone votes, and whoever gets the most votes wins. At, at that level, there's a Democratic election for those individual seats. Mm -hmm. So it, it's stunning to me that the side that for the last five, six years, seven years, eight years, however much, has been saying that democracy is our best, most, most valuable institution, and how dare the other side go after democracy. That's what they've done here. Yeah, perfect case. He was elected. Maybe he shouldn't have been. Maybe he should never be elected again, but he was elected. And is, yeah. is this the standard now, just being indicted? We know how fraudulent indictments can be. Again, I don't know if his fall into that basket or not, but is that the standard that just having accusations thrown at you, if 50% plus one congressmen don't like the guy, they right. can undo democracy? They can right. overturn democracy? When Republicans wanted to do that with the election results in the Senate, we were told yeah. by the left, you can't challenge the election results. That yeah. was democracy. How dare you? Well, which is it? Which is it? Right. Do you protect it or or, or do you just use it for political convenience? I, 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 I never thought I'd, I'd be having a conversation with you about how a, a, a sitting member of Congress has been removed on opinion it, it it blows my mind there's been so many and then it would be this one and it would be this guy yeah 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 but why would you silence all of the voices of the people that voted for him okay so a a, a weirdo got elect, elected to to office who may have committed crimes but that they're still allowed to elect whoever they want because what happens when you start applying false yeah. crimes to people and in the they speak to go after you. You would never be able to get anything done in Congress again because you you just have one side constantly silencing the voice of others. It would turn into a true aristocracy if it's not already there, right? Mean, I mean, like, that would mean be like the this? worst thing. Remember this from 2021? Uh, yeah. They stripped Marjorie Taylor Greene of her committee assignments. Just because she was going against the narrative. Yeah, for her past comments and her social media posts for conspiracy theories and violence, they were one step away from giving her the George Santos treatment. Yeah, but that was but next. The, but the voice of the people spoke when they elected her because they want that voice there. Yeah, a lot of people call MTG crazy. A lot of people don't call MTG great. I, you know, as long as she's sitting there uh, voting conservative, I'm glad she got in office. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, she's voting her conscience on stuff. Any, any critique you have of her, like there are legitimate critiques that she cozied up too much with McCarthy. Sure. And those are legitimate critiques, but. No conservative wants Marjorie Taylor Greene out of Congress. No. If your goal is for Congress to do conservative things, you want to keep all of the conservative people there. Yeah, especially a, a, like a, a solid vote for what you need. I mean, they go after um, uh, what's her face here in Colorado, MTG's uh, partner, um, Bobert. Yeah, right. They go after her, and I think she's been set up a lot, especially with that last video in the. Uh, at the, at the theater but why would you want to get rid of solid votes why would you chase them off i mean let their voices be there and if if the case is that they're saying weird crazy things on the floor have we not heard weird crazy things from others on the floor too have we not heard crazy anti-semitic talk out of some of the squad haven't we seen some of those tweets that have been coming out from the squad that are very anti-semitic very anti-israel would, would that bubble up to the level of cause to get rid of them in 
from their seat. I mean, imagine yeah. it's it's just going to start multiplying, Max. It's just going to get bigger and bigger. There's going to be this big monster in Congress now that if you don't follow the 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 good boy club, you're out. Yeah. And that's a dangerous threat to have because no state would have a voice anymore. There would be no actual House of Representatives. It would just be a, a House of Thieves. So, yeah, you're right. So New York Governor Kathy Hochul, she jumped the gun a little bit. Oh. And she put out a tweet. I'll read it to you. Oh. I am pre- after Santos was removed. She said, I am prepared to undertake the solemn responsibility of filling the vacancy in New York's third district. The people of Long Island deserve nothing less. You this this governor can't fill a vacancy in the House of Representatives. The con- the Constitution requires that it be filled by a special election. So if it was a senator, she'd be allowed to fill that vacancy. So it was very funny to me how on brand it is for the first thing that Kathy Hochul did after he was removed was advocate a constitutional violation. (laughs) It's so on brand for Kathy Hochul and the Democrats. But you can see that that's what this was all about. And, And I don't. I, I'm not surprised they don't know what the Constitution says and haven't read it. I don't think they care. I, it, they don't care. But that's the first thing that that she that she that was how she responded to it. Envisioning a world, not a constitutional world, not a legal world, where she would get to name a Democrat. Yeah, and that's the that's what she's salivating at, right? Yeah. She might be sitting there, and this would you know I'd be pissed off at my aides if you know I put a tweet out like that because how often is she actually putting out that tweet versus her people, right? So yeah. I mean, if my aide put that out, I'm looking for a new aide at that point. And if she put yeah. that out, it shows you the depth she's willing to go to, or her her complete ignorance of 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 the law, right? And to, for her to call for a damn like she's probably just sitting there thinking, I'll get the most 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 liberal one I oh, can yeah. get in there. That's gonna yeah. that's gonna yeah. you know destroy every let's let's destroy some voting rights. Let's destroy some pro rights. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, it's everything. Oh. It's everything. Yeah. It, it's like oh my goodness, there's been a shooting. First response, let's violate the Constitution, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness, and all guns. Yeah, ban fire the first minute. It that's their go to solution. Their go to solution. Wow. Well. We're, we're past the halfway point. I wanted to, I, I, as I mentioned on the way out the door, even though he promised in that clip he wasn't going to do it, George Santos has been uh, bringing out some receipts. Hmm. And, and it's not hard. Listen, he is, for all intents and purposes, a fraud based on everything he said. He made a lot of promises and a lot of claims that weren't true. Fine. He's literally been elected to work in a den of frauds. Right, like, <laughs> they're all frauds. Yeah. So like, I've ne- this is the <sighs> the quintessential pot calling the kettle black. Fine, <laughs> but on his way out the door, he's he's asking some questions. Uh oh. He's asking some questions Uh-oh. about his fellow former colleagues. One of them being a question <coughs> about Maliotakis. Asking how, before becoming a member of Congress, she never made any kind of stock trades, but only after she was added to the House Ways and Means Committee, she started to have an active trading habit, trading in high volumes, and having significant wins. I'm reading that and just thinking to myself, oh my God, keep going. And here's one example of that. On March 17th, 
Nicole Maliotakis bought shares for New York Community Bank Corp, NYCB, March 17th. Less than 24 hours later, that bank announced that they were buying out Signature Bank. It rallied 40%. Holy crap. She got in right before a stock jumped 40%. Now, are we supposed to believe that before she joined Congress, she had no real knowledge about stock trades? But the minute that she's on the House Ways and Means Committee, she just becomes a savant and just happens to get in at the perfect time. Right. And it's, perfect it, time. And looking at this, it looks like it had been creeping down. Like, I'd like to see what it was yeah. like before. Yeah. And to know, like, why would you take your risk on that, seeing how poorly it was performing, unless you knew they were going to purchase that bank yeah. beforehand? But that that would be... That would be unlawful, wouldn't it, Max? Wouldn't that be insider trading? I mean, would that like the ultimate definition? And she's using a political and and if true, she would be using a political office for that game. Yeah. Now, as far as I knew, that that can't happen, right? Well, he, here here's the trend. Here's the trend line where it was. She bought wow. it right here. <laughs> For all all the evidence suggested, this thing was going down. Wow. Right. And it it bottomed out, really. Unless you knew they were about to do this, there was no real reason to buy this stock. And then make a 40% gain on that, Max? I mean, yeah. you could sell a 30-year position and just sit back pretty and, and just, just wait. Well, I don't know when she sold. If she sold, she would have actually doubled her money. Yeah. More than double her money. If she sold at the peak when it was 13. Yeah. Seven. Wow. That turns a hundred thousand into 200,000. Yep. That turns half a million into a million. You know what but I mean? Depends on what you put into it. Just one of those really convenient things. Isn't and it? Maliotakis, a New York Congresswoman was one of the most vocal opponents to George Santos. Really? So he's coming back with some of those receipts. Another one. Swinging hard, man. Another one. Representative Lalota, Nick Lalota. He obtained his law degree at Hofstra in day school, not night school, day school. But at the same time, he had a job working at the Board of Elections. So how did he do his day job and go to daytime law school? Well, it sounds like he was being paid to work on the Board of Elections, but didn't actually do his job. Whoa. So George Santos has submitted a report to the Congressional Ethics Committee on this congressman asking how did he go to law school during the day when he had a day job paid by the taxpayers. Max, 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 stop. You have to stop right now. You're making me like this guy. I know, I know this. What the F, dude? What are you I doing go, here? I want to go take a shower. I feel I know. dirty. It does, but it's like, dude's swinging hard. And yeah. he's swinging for the fences, man. I mean, these are like knockout blow kind of punches if they if if they land. Yeah. I, I grabbed the same one. Yeah, <laughs> I grabbed the same twice. one by accident. Here, here's one for um, Congressman Menendez, who is Senator Menendez's Ooh. son. It says, Ooh. while Congressman Menendez has not been invoked by the diligent investigation of the DOJ into his father, there remains a question of what did he know and when did he know it? 
The complaint is to seek clarification from the freshman congressman on his involvement with his father's overseas dealings over the past years and any potential compensation he received. Wow. I think it's a fair point to make sure we weed out and doubt surrounding Rhett Menendez. Oh yeah. my gosh, dude. The, he, he's essentially applying what's happened to him to all of these other people for these ethical ethics violations. And, and all Santos has kind of done here is just made crap up, right? Maybe there might be a little bit of money gone, but for the most part, he's just an actor who pretended to be someone who's getting called out on it. Right. Yeah. As, as far as I know that it's not ethical, but it's not like the end of the world, but knowing whether your dad was, was working with the Egyptian government yeah. to get stuff done on their behalf and to be bribed allegedly for it. Yeah. Wh who sounds like the worst bad guy now? Who yeah. sounds like the crazy one? Like Here's you're making me like this guy and I, I hate know, you for it. So that make that like your Christmas <laughs> present just kind of was like, Here's another one. Representative Mike Lawler. He wow. is, he's filed an ethics complaint for questionable campaign finance violations. Again, this is what George Santos has been charged with. Congressman Lawler owns a portion of Checkmate Strategies, and he uses the same firm that he is a beneficiary of to pay for services related to his campaign. The concerning questions are, is Mr. Lawler engaging in laundering money from his campaign to his firm then into his own pocket, which is what George Santos has been accused of doing. Doing. So this is, I, again, it's making me like the guy, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't believe he's innocent. Mm -mm. But I do believe he's not the only one doing it. Like, it, it seems to me like George Santos was elected and he said, oh, what are all the loopholes that everyone else is using to get rich? And he did them poorly and is going down for it. And now he's calling out everyone else who told him how to do it or does the same stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, like this is what it this is what it looks like to me. Kind of like how Donald Trump was accused of doing all of the things that literally Hillary Clinton did, yeah. right? In terms of laundering information, things like that. It's making me like him. So did like he him. get it like was he in kind of somewhat initiated in this group of individuals that are, are leveraging the United States to make money for themselves and calling them out when they get busted for it? Because if that's the case, man, this is going to start opening cans of worms. Now, I don't think anything's going to happen to it because there's too many powerful people most oh, yeah. likely lined up with this. But it's starting to like creak that door open, right? How much have they been ripping us off? I mean, I know Nancy Pelosi has recently given up all of her stock trades and like that, but what about all the years that she was in there as the house of rep speaker, speaker of the house and was, was, was trading on a level that people started following her and duplicating the trades to their own yeah. benefit because it was so efficient at making money. And as I know it, they're privy to a bunch of financial information before the rest of us even smell it, right? Yeah. And on a lot of this, like if Santos is the one pointing out all these ethic violations by people, what happened to the, like one of the pillars of our, our, our representative republic, which is the press, where did they go? Why yeah. were they never investigating this stuff and putting it out there? Where, where's our press pool actually doing the work of, of a free press? To point these things out so we don't make these accidents with awful people i mean it, it, it's it would make me think that maybe all of the major media would be in bed with the democrats and politicians but that would be impossible right max no it'd be impossible no that would never work 
You mentioned Nancy Pelosi. Wow. Her stock trades. Yeah. SPY is the Spider S&P 500 ETF. So that's basically Whoa. pegged to the S&P 500. And the S&P 500 is just one of, the, one of the exchanges, one of the markets, showing generally how everything's growing. These are the members of Congress who beat the S&P 500 in 2021. And you'll see it's, you see Nancy Pelosi, but you know who just edged out Nancy Pelosi? Dan Crenshaw. Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw in Texas. Dan Crenshaw voted to remove George Santos. Santos. So if if you're if you're kicking out George Santos for like being corrupt and being terrible, and you're on this list, how are these people still here? Because listen, I can understand the bottom of the list slightly doing better than the yeah. S and P five hundred. Right. But like right. Austin Scott up here, like quintupling it. Brian Mass tripling or quadrupling it. Dan Crenshaw doubling it. That's crazy. Like, they, Look at all I, these Republicans, Max. I know. I know. So this, they should have to explain this. Yeah. Like, I'm not one who says that you shouldn't be allowed to invest in things, right? I think it should be in broad ETFs and you want it to avoid the appearance of impropriety. Yeah. Do as much on your end as possible to make sure it doesn't look like you're trading on on uh on advanced knowledge about things but recognize unless you're in congress for a few terms you don't get a pension yeah so just being in congress like george santos won't get a pension yeah and i'm not gonna I'm not gonna shed any tears but if you're only in congress for a couple terms and you're not allowed to invest in the stock market and you don't get a pension well then you've just lost four years of yeah. your life your ability to invest in and prepare for retirement. So they should be allowed to do this in a way that doesn't allow them to do instantaneous trades on specific stocks, right? They, they, it should have to go into a hopper and they don't know when it's actually going to get bought. But like what we, what we just showed with this, where she buys it right before a massive gain, that shouldn't be allowed. But it, if she goes and says, I want to invest in New York Community Bank, and you say, okay, and that gets scheduled out to a point where she doesn't know when it's going to get scheduled, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I don't, I don't have a problem with them wanting to invest in a company. I have a problem when all of these congressmen and congresswomen seem to just always invest at the perfect time. Max, there are investment firms in this country who dedicate tons of resources to algorithms and AI to try to figure out how to best in, invest their money in stocks and bonds, trades, you name it, right? And if a lot of them outperform, if they're outperforming 9%, they're having an incredible year, right? If they're yeah. outperforming at 10%, they're having an incredible year. And this is after money is being poured into that kind of research. And all these Congress people, somehow miraculously not just outperform the major investment firms they outperform the bernie madoff promises right <laughs> it's incredible dude yeah. i mean if yeah. you and i had that kind of information we could get rich overnight we really could we would just be able to pour all of our resources into something wait for a 40 percent gain sell off worry about the taxes but we'd be sitting pretty so answer me this mask is congress now just a way to go in and make money and if that's the case are they actually doing the work of the American people? Because that doesn't sound like a government for the people, by the people. It sounds like a government for profit. Yeah. Which, remember when Matt Gates said, all of you are bought and paid for. Yeah. 
And now they won't. Now, how long do you think it's going to be before, like you said, before they start putting him in the crosshairs? Because they're yeah. bought and paid for. Listen, w- one of the proposals to stop them from being bought and paid for is term limits. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if someone can't over decades become millionaires in Congress, if they're only allowed to serve an X number of terms, that's a proposal. I have kind of gone on both sides of that because having spent so long in an advocacy position mm-hmm. um, in in our old job, it, what you realize is that the people who are able to get things done and the people who understand the process and the parliamentary maneuvering are the ones who've been there really long. And as, ni- as nice as it is to have uh, a Bober or a um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, these firebrands understand that when they first get to Congress, they have no idea how to actually mm-hmm. get things done. Sure, yeah. So there has to be a happy medium. You can't have a Congress made up of novices, all novices. Nothing will get done. It'll be done sloppy. It won't be done well. Laws will be overturned because they forgot to cross the T's and dot the I's. Like that That's a real thing that would happen if you're only allowed to have novices in Congress. There's also people talking about, well, millionaires shouldn't be able to be members of Congress. I'm more concerned. Like, I have legitimate concerns about people who become members of Congress who don't have money. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they're going to want to make money. And it, it's, yeah. you don't want to just have millionaires. Yeah. Like, like, so, but you also need to understand how expensive this stuff is. I mean, there, there have been lots of stories about, about, uh, who members of Congress have rented apartments from understand yeah. that as, as nice as that salary is um, hundreds of thousands, uh, it's like 150, 175,000, somewhere around there. Right. It, it's, yeah. it's over well over a hundred, as nice as that salary is when you're constantly traveling and you need to have a home in your home, in your home district and a place for you to stay in Washington, DC understanding how expensive it is to live in Washington, D.C., somewhere you're not going to have drive-by shootings, mm-hmm. um, it can get very, very expensive. Very fast. And yeah. so members of Congress who are middle class when they come in can actually be pushed to the brink of bankruptcy, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy to say, but the expenses really do pile up. So I I understand that argument that um, if, unless they get a pension – even if the pension, they're not set for life necessarily. No. That they you should have every right to make money lawfully and ethically. It's just there's no good answer. Because if you get the millionaires, then they've bought the position. They're yeah. not going to be bought while they're in there, but they've bought the position. So that's another problem. I don't know. There's no good answer. Right. The solution is to regulate how people can trade stocks and how people can can benefit themselves. The worst and I'll say this, and I'll, I'll, I'll let you respond. The worst, far worse than stock trades, in my opinion, are the book deals, where where members of Congress will sign a book deal with a publishing house. They'll get paid in advance, mm-hmm. millions of dollars in advance, that they get to keep no matter how many books that they actually sell. And then they go out and they only sell a couple thousand books. And then you realize who's investing in these publishing houses. And you realize that these are kickbacks because the publishing houses produce the textbooks. You know, it, it's it's yeah. all it's all crooked. Yeah, and and the money just gets so tempting when you don't have it. Yeah, right. It's just so tempting. How you know? It's always easy to say, "Yeah, I turned down that fifty thousand dollars. I turned down that hundred thousand dollars." 
But until you've got $100,000 cash in front of you, most likely in cash, right? Because, you know, the best way for these things to go away is to Egyptian gold bars. Egyptian gold, gold bars. bars. <laughs> I mean, if Menendez was smart, yeah. he would have melted those things down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made some jewelry, but yeah, yeah. he didn't care. He was he's kind of blatant about it, right? Yeah. But it's so tempting. And, and Menendez is not a poor guy. I mean, I thought he was fairly wealthy before he got elected. I mean, he's wealthier now than he's ever been. And I think that's why they're looking into things. I mean, he's already survived two trials, right? That have both <laughs> ended up in a hung jury. Yeah. And, but the money's tempting. It's so, you know, when suddenly someone's like, we can get you enough of money so you never have to worry about a thing for a day in your life again. Like that, here's your mom sick, you need some money. Is your kiddo sick? Want to put those kids through a, an Ivy League school instead of state school? Yeah. You know, what are you going to, and yeah, like you always say on those book deals, I mean, Obama got a book deal for 100 plus million right, right out yeah. of the White House. And I, I mean, like weeks after the White House, right? And he's got the biggest house in D.C. that I've seen yeah. in a while. Yeah. And I didn't think he was wealthy before he was president. Yeah. Or at least super wealthy. Listen, let me, let me see what his actually net worth is. Bob Menendez net it's worth. Just, it just kind of blows my mind. Um, they claim he only has a net worth of like 600 grand, which I don't believe. Uh, oh, no. 18 million. 18 million is his net worth. 18, 18 million is his net worth. Million? He started, he started as the mayor of Union City in 1986, was there for six years. Um, then he became a member of the New Jersey State uh, General Assembly until 1991. Okay. Then he was a member of the New Jersey Senate from 91 to 93. Then he was a member of the House of Representatives for New Jersey from 93 to 2006. Then he became a senator from when he from 2006 <coughs> um to today so this is a guy who's been nothing but a public servant wow. nothing but 18 million dollars a lot it's a lot of money it's a lot of money to to accumulate on a public servant salary salary it's, it's i a feel lot. a lot of people who own a their lot. own businesses that are yeah. large to medium businesses who still can't say i've got 18 million in the bank and they've yeah. been pouring their blood sweat and tears to their businesses for decades and menendez has he, he, has he ever owned a private company i mean it's just public service right so public service. i mean if we started adding up all of the all the salary, all the investments, is it going to hit that 18 million mark? And that's just what oh. has been reported because, you know, I mean, yeah. there, there was cash and envelopes and suits, you know, no, gold he, bars. He has, he has suits in his closet and he still has the gold bars in the breast pockets. Like, <laughs> I don't know how much I trust the net worth on these websites yeah. when they're because I don't think anyone got into his closet before these net worth figures were published. Um, the, the, he's, he's a crook. They're all crooks. What's been crazy, and I just mentioned this before, but what's been crazy to watch is we know that these people are crooks. We know that they didn't become multi, multi, multi millionaires on a public servant paycheck. When other people have tried to follow the same kind of pathway, like a, like a George Santos, mm -hmm. maybe take advantage of, of some of the, the, the things that they took advantage of, they're immediately prosecuted. But all these other crooks, where you know they probably were doing the same kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I get it. Putting Botox on your campaign card, not a good look. 
No. But I bet you every single member of Congress has put something on their campaign card that really shouldn't be there. Yeah. I bet you every single member of Congress has. It would be hard. You'd be hard pressed to find someone who hasn't. And that's probably why they don't want anybody looking. Yeah. Because Max, all this starts is, you know, what if it gets the ball rolling on looking? And that's what they fear. They don't want you to see how they're making the sausage in the kitchen because they know it's dirty. They know it's fatty and gross and filled with grizzle. And you have to eat the shit show that they give you when they're done. And that, you know, here's your crap sandwich. Enjoy. Well, I become rich and we couldn't come up with $300 a person during COVID. Yeah. Right. The, 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 we can't do anything for you, the citizens, but there's plenty for us. We're Thank taking a big old yeah. bite out of that pie. And you guys can enjoy your, your, your dwindling middle in middle-class income. The enjoy. Maui wildfires victims only get a couple hundred bucks, but we'll give Ukraine the equivalent of giving all of those victims $50 million each. Yeah. you know just could have just repaired all their homes yeah. could have actually done stuff for american people that need it and deserve it and uh but right now i guess i we're just busy emptying out a bunch of hotels and stuff so we can pay for a bunch of illegal migrants to come in and live so now we're gonna put them in national parks that's the new oh plan. is that the next plan yeah we'll have to we'll have to do that episode on wednesday that's what biden wants to do let them camp in our national parks so take the only parts of america that are truly pristine and beautiful and fill them with the illegal alien tent cities. That's their solution. Um, would have been really nice to have Ooh. George Santos in Congress to overturn that. Ooh. I mean, imagine trying to go to Moab and there's nothing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah you're, you're crawling over a rock and it's just. Right. Because <laughs> that's where they'll go because it's always warm, right? Yeah. I mean, all the beautiful places you want to go will be filled there. You know, it's just. It's just Send me Yellowstone. Crazy. Send me Yellowstone. How many animals yeah. do you think they're going to hunt and kill if they have to live in Yellowstone? Oh, dude. Or like, come on. How many of them will actually be killed because none of them have ever hunted before? Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, And then they piss off yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a buffalo. Now they'll be like, well, we got to get rid of the buffalo yeah, on the national yeah. park because it's it's hurting the illegals. I mean, it, it's just crazy, Max. And we'll they talk make about a that ton of money while we all suffer. Yeah. It really is true. Really sure. We'll, we'll talk about that Wednesday. Um, because that's that's the new plan. But until then, make sure everyone make sure you check out all the links in the description. Um, subscribe to the podcast on Rumble on YouTube. Um, also subscribe to an audio edition of the podcast. Very very helpful. Set up to auto download, and it's easy. Listen to in the car when you're driving to and from work. Um, really convenient. We try and make this as audio friendly as possible. That's it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire, and I am Josh Hammerling. And remember, the fight to take back the country is not over yet. But the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. See you next time. See ya.